0: okay so i think we might need to jump the big red dog i'm not gonna lie clifford baby boy you might need your ass beat but we're gonna talk about that and so much more on this episode of he got y'all come on dolls come get settled in let's start the show Let's go! What up, beautiful people? Welcome to He Got Y'all, a podcast for fans of Black TV shows, past, present, and in the pipeline. I am your host, Malcolm Smith. Thanks for joining the kid today. I appreciate it. I know there are many options in these podcast streets, so you turning me on truly does mean a lot. So thank you very much. How you feeling? How was your weekend? Hopefully, pretty good. Mine was uh, actually pretty eventful. It was my best friend Sid's birthday, so I was up and down the town, all all around the town, all weekend, basically. I am laughing because I just thought about something that happened at one of the functions that we were at. I won't get into all the tea, but long story short. All right, fuck it. Let's get into the tea real quick. So, we were at this place, right? So, at this place, and there is a man that seems to be with a married woman or child allegedly. Uh, the man was caught in the bathroom with another woman the, the wife walked in the bathroom, choked the man out Right in front of all of the people that was at the function Craziness So yeah, I had a pretty good weekend <laughs> Eventful for sure But yes, hopefully you enjoyed yours Here we are back to another week So let's jump right into the things Get into the rap shit recap um, Oh, actually before the rap shit recap Because a lot of people have been telling me about this And I know I need to watch it But I have commitment issues. Probably I don't have a man now. I just don't really really want to be bothered a lot of the times. But apparently the finale of P-Valley was last night. I could not escape it. All of the talk, all of the timeline was about P-Valley. Now, now that the season is over, I'm like, okay, maybe I can go in and really start this from the beginning. Everybody I talk to about the show is always like, do you watch it? You should watch it. I feel like you would love it. Now, in the beginning, I wasn't really sure why people were saying that. To be honest, I still don't really know right now. But as this season of P-Valley has played out, I have learned that there's a lot of homosexual humping happening. And I think that's why people are so like, you got to see this show with the gays, fucking." And I'm like, okay, y'all, I will get around to it. So the fact that the season is officially over now, uh, I can go back and binge it all in one day. and don't have to sit and wait, wait, wait week to week because, you know, I'm a little impatient, so... It is what it is. So, yeah, shout out to everybody over at P Valley. But, yes, let's get into this week's episode. So, I think it's official. It's official like a ref with a whistle. Now, I've been enjoying rap shit this whole time, but I won't lie to you. I try not to. I've been enjoying it. It hasn't been my favorite show yet, but it's slowly been growing on me. But after episode four last week and episode five, well, I guess four two weeks ago now, and then five last week. I think this really might be my show, show, show. Like, I'm loving City Girls, the series. I know JC and Carisha are um, executive producers. They're not, according to Issa and according to them, it's not their life story. But there are some parallels, so I'm just going to refer to it as City Girls, the series. So, yes, loving it, loving it, loving it. I feel like by the time we get to season two... This will be probably my favorite show on TV. I'm not even going to lie to you. Just because the way that one is ramping up so much. Chow. <sighs> Sorry. We, let me calm down. We're going to get into Clifford and all of the things, honey. But after last night's episode, you know, I watch on Sundays. After last night's episode, I was like, oh, I think that I am truly, truly, truly in. So, anyway. So Shauna and me arrive in New York City. They done flew first class. They've been drinking all the champagne on the plane. They got extra leg room. They uh, they just living the life. Now they didn't really specify who purchased these tickets. I wonder if it's Shauna's uh, sponsor. Excuse me, not Shauna. Me a sponsor? I don't know where these uh where this where this money came from. But oh, you know what? Well, even still, no, I don't see Shauna working at the damn hotel paying for a first class ticket. I don't know. I don't know. In any event. They arrive at JFK, which, by the way, if you're thinking about visiting New York City, truly the superior airport. Like, <sighs> trust me, do yourself a favor and fly to JFK. Like, you'll thank me later because it's much better than LaGuardia. Even though I will say, LaGuardia has been going through a bit of a change lately. Last time I was there, they definitely gave her a facelift and low BBL because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's cute in here, like, um LaGuardia used to feel very much of <sighs> As a, uh, that's all I can say like LaGuardia used to be a very rough place but you know it's it's come up on the come up in Newark please don't even think about it don't waste your time the flight is going to be cheaper but the headache New Jersey the extra 75 dollars to get to the actual city just pay more money for JFK you'll you'll thank me later anyway so <laughs> they're at JFK and the first thing that I thought of when they got off the plane was, oh, my God, I really love Shauna's twist. Like, I saw them on the plane, but I didn't really register it until I saw her walking. What also made me register her twist was I did not realize Shauna was that thick. I said, oh, baby got body, thighs and legs and hips and all the things that Candy Barris was singing about on the stage. So, yeah, shout out to Shauna. They land. Uh, they come to Brooklyn. I also love that there's a lot of pop culture references in this show They've done it a couple of times over the last several episodes, but specifically in this one, when Mia was like, you just can't even spell queens. I said, oh, shout out to Nicholas. Did y'all see very much of a sidebar. Did y'all see that article that, I think it was on the Daily Beast about Nikki's new single Super Freak or Super Freaky freaky Girl? Somebody Freak. Yo. I don't know who wrote that article. I mean, it's not a secret. It's probably listed, but I just didn't see it. But Whoever wrote that article, A, you went for blood. B, you were wrong. They were not wrong. They were not wrong. Like, feel how you feel. I know the bobs feel how the bobs feel. That's good for y'all. But no lies were told. No lies were told. Anyway, do your Googles. I think it's a it's a solid read. But I appreciated the ode to Nikki and all the other, you know, pop culture moments that be happening in the show. They land... Shauna comes to Brooklyn, which is where Cliff lives. Now, I did not know that Cliff lived in Brooklyn. I think they might have mentioned it before, but I don't ever remember hearing them really specify where he lived at. But I was very excited that they were in Brooklyn because, as a Brooklynite, as somebody that lives in Brooklyn, I read Brooklyn all day. I'm in Brooklyn right now. All I know is Brooklyn. Any other borough don't matter. But shout out to Manhattan. You know, y'all are cool. And the Bronx and Staten Island and Queens. Feel like I'm missing somebody. Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx. I don't know. Maybe I named all five. Whatever, girl. Focus. All right. So (laughs) love that they were in Brooklyn. Uh, I was also really excited to see Issa's lens for New York City uh, because one thing I can say about anything that Issa works on, if she's in a a place of production, like EPing or, you know, really like in charge of a production, it's going to look good. So I love Issa's eye, or at least the eye that Issa is um, pushing forward, because I don't always believe that it's technically her eye, but you know what I mean. It's, you know, you know. So yeah, so I was really excited to see how uh, they were going to capture New York City. Excuse me. Especially someone that is, like I said, from New York, from Brooklyn. It was really, it was a job all done. They shot Fulton Street. They had that Biggie mural, which is like a very popular mural, um... I don't know if you all remember, but there was a story maybe about – damn, maybe about like five or six years ago now, and there was some raggedy New York City slumlord that was trying to paint over the damn Biggie mural. So thankfully people petitioned and the mural got to stay. The landlord was also trying to charge like rent for the mural like, oh, if you want to keep it up, it will be like $1,500 a month. It's like, motherfucker, it's on the building already. What are you talking about? Like you don't need – New York City and our landlords don't get me started just as bad as the MTA which we will get to but I love that they had the Biggie mural in there I also love that they had that ODB mural uh, which is not as popular as the Biggie mural also I don't I'm gonna go on the limb and say ODB is also not as popular as Biggie so I think most people don't really even know that the mural is there sometimes but a classic New York City mural for sure if you're from Brooklyn especially from the style there that ODB mural on I think it's on Franklin and Putnam, Halsey, one of them, wherever the 26 runs. But yes, in any event, love that they really captured New York City properly because I thought it was going to be a lot of like classic Brooklyn landmarks like the Brooklyn Bridge and the Barclays Center and, you know, whatever else the fuck we have. But I love that it was very bed style specific shit. So, yeah, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all for the authenticity um, so yes, anyway, let's get into the big three. So first though, we got to talk about Jill from Spotify. So Jill from Spotify, from the looks of it, she's really not that girl at work right now. Uh, she was pitching some song that the executives were not feeling. And it felt like maybe she's someone that gets shitted on often at work. Like it didn't feel like, oh, my ideas normally fly around here. And today I'm having an off day. It felt like she's always kind of off and... The people in the suits. So I'm like, okay, girl, what? Okay, move on. Like, we don't want to hear this. I wonder if her job is in jeopardy. Hmm. Because <laughs> that would make sense as to why she did all that she did later in the episode. But we'll get back to that in a hot minute. So yes, so the execs ain't really interested in what she's doing. However, her coworker comes up and pitches a song that would be great for the feeling myself or the workout playlist, and it is, what you think, seduce and scheme, seduce and scheme, the hottest track of the summer. <laughs> and here she comes talking about, oh, yeah, those are my girls. I was waiting to pitch them. Lies. Liar. Were you waiting to pitch them, or were you hating? Because, listen, while I was not on Shauna's side a couple of weeks ago, I think in episode two, when she was like, oh, can you like, put in a good word for us at Spotify, blah, 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 I got that Jill didn't want to go out on the limb like that. But, baby, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Like, if you didn't put them on, you didn't put them on. Because you had your opportunity, and you slept it. So, I don't know. Seemed like a hater to me. But she's trying to take the praise for finding Shauna and Mia. Also, when are we getting this group name? Like, we need, these girls need to be solidified as a group. Like, what we going to call them? Because Shauna and Mia are not going to work. That's not going to sell no records, baby. But back to Miss Fraudulent. So Shauna and Mia are invited to a special Spotify party, and Jill introduces them to uh, corporate management. And so it seems, which is like you know a nice gesture. I think this is fake, but it was a nice gesture to Shauna and Mia, who don't know any better right now. So this is double fake because you wasn't even really rooting for them from the jump, and she's trying to take credit away from her coworker, which I don't like. That she a snake. She a snake, and she needs to be watched. Okay, she's a snake, she's a liar, and I hate a liar. I hate a liar talking about I was just pitching y'all at work. I got a really good feeling about this liar, your friend, who we really should be introduced to, pitch them and got them on the Spotify playlist, but okay, yeah, sure girl, you did that, whatever, girl, anyway, so as they're walking through the party, I see my friend, and no, not like a friend in my head like. A real life friend. Shout out to my friend Devon, who was in this week's episode of Rap Shit. Funny enough, Devon was actually supposed to be on this week's episode, but you know, scheduling conflict, so he'll be here in a couple of weeks. But the fact that, you know, this would have been perfect, I should have, we should have worked harder to make that happen. But when Devon gets here, I gotta ask him about all things rap shit. I wanna get into all the tea on set and blah, blah, blah. If you've seen uh, my web series BQE, he actually plays. Uh, my character's best friend Uh, my character's yeah he plays my character's best friend whose name is Hector and yes it was so good to see him in the episode I just you know it's always fun seeing your friends on TV you're like oh my god look at you you're on television like what are you doing <laughs> so I knew that he had shot the episode but I did not know first if he was going to make the cut because you just never know what's going to make the final cut I was under the assumption that he was in the final episode but I don't want to do too much talking because that might be a spoiler. But in any event, I knew that he was going to be on the scene or, you know, was a part of the situation. So it was good to see him. So yeah, shout out to Devon anyway. So yeah, so that's where we pretty much wrap up with, uh, Jill from Spotify, but bye, bye. Cause you're giving fake energy and I don't like that. And I want Shauna and Mia to know that you're not as real as you saying you are. You fraudulent. You are fraudulent sis, but I got my eye on you because in the words of the great, Mama Joyce, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to get me off your ass, baby. That's for Jilly from Spotify, and that's for Clifford. So, anyway, that's what's happening over at the Spotify party. But before we get there, let's whoop, 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 whoop back. You know how we do? Let's go back to the beginning of the episode, and let's get into Mia getting played by Big Papa. So, I'm gonna say. This man's name is Big Papa. Why? Because we never saw his face. Just like Big Papa on Real Housewives. (laughs) Shout out to Kim Zolciak. Actually, don't shout out to Kim Zolciak. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Because Kim Zolciak is low-key, high-key racist. Like, she tried to act like, oh, Lord. We can't even get into the way that she used to talk to Sweetie. We don't have time for that today. But anyway, we call him Big Papa because we never saw his face. Or Wizard Kelly. But we love Wizard Kelly. So his name will be Big Papa. They on the plane, they in first class, they get off at JFK, there's car service waiting for M night, and it seems as if Mia's New York City trick, aka Big Papa, just sent over the car service. So she gets to the telly, and the room is stocked, honey. Bottles of bubbly, all of the Sherry's berries, have you ever had them things? Okay, this is not an advertisement, but this is friend talking to friend. Yo, those Sherry's Berries are good as fuck. First of all, they're big and juicy. And, you know, who don't like a big and juicy around here? (laughs) They are also expensive as hell. But if you wait until, like, Mother's Day or, like, you know, what else do people care about? Like, Valentine's Day, you know, that kind of shit. Hallmark holidays, they'll give you a good, like, 20% off. And you just buy a batch for yourself. And you sit in your kitchen counter and smoke weed and eat them. And it's so much fun. So, yeah, shout out to us Sherry's Berries. Delicious. Delicious. She got the berries and the edible arrangements. She getting a massage. She at Philippe Chow or I don't know, wherever the hell rich people eat in New York City, which that's how I know I'm not truly ready for this lifestyle yet of being, of of tricking, being tricked on the trickery. I don't know. But because my idea would have been like, oh, let's go to Empanada Mama. And I would have really thought I was doing something, y'all. Like I'd have been like, oh, take me here. I'm going to order all I want to eat right here at the table. And I'm getting some food to go. That's right. I showed him. No, low-budget bitch. You didn't show anybody anything. But, yeah, so they're at wherever they at. The bill comes out. It's a smooth stack. But, listen, Big Papa got it. Big Papa got the bag. He drops the coins. He pulls out the Amex. And all is good in the hood. And that's when Mia let us know, listen, when you a five-star bitch, you're making pay for every star because your presence is. Is the present? I said, I know that's right. Let me uh, uh clip that and put that on the Twitter. That's a tweet for me. So things are looking all right for Mia. They're riding through the city. Mia is shaking them titties in the backseat of the car. She over there playing with her Hello Kitty, and they just, they just, they just doing what they do. He'll grabbing on the thigh. You know that in the thigh grab is something very serious. He grabbing on the thigh, child is looking hot and steamy in the place to be. They arrive back at the front of the hotel. And he's trying to come up for a quick little nightcap or something more. And Mia dubs it. Now, this is where shit got awkward. I didn't realize it had gotten awkward here. Because in my mind, again, the non-tricky hoe that I am. Because I really thought Mia was putting us on game. I was sitting on my couch with my papa, <laughs> And I was like, okay. So we don't give it all up on the first day of the trip. Make Big Papa wait for the grand finale. But baby, honey. It was grand opening, grand closing. Because next morning, Sis is laid up in the tub. She's taking a bubble bath. And we learn, or so it seems, that Big Papa done checked me out the room and she ain't even know it, which is cold blooded. But also, I kind of understand, but I also don't at the same time. So, but Big Papa deaded all of that shit. He said, if I don't come, you go. Chow, there she went on the streets of New York City with her suitcase and tow. Just looking sad, sad, honey. When she calls up Shauna, she's like, Listen, girl, I need a place to stay. Shauna lets her come over, and yeah, that's how that works out. But <laughs> before she gets to the house, Mia gets on the train, and we get a classic, a great classic New York City moment, if you ask me, uh, where here comes this man panhandling, asking for some dollars and some cents. The most ridiculous story ever in true New York City fashion, where he's like, Oh, I lost my job due to COVID and somebody stole my identity and uh, my uh, green tea Frappuccino fell in the tracks before I got on the train. So what are you talking about, sir? What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, no. So, but again, very New York City, unfortunately. So all of that's going on. The third rail done lost power. They stuck underground. I said, poor Mia, because this was like three horrible MTA trips in one. Like, okay, the random person asking for money, that's one trip the train losing power, that's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, that's not even a trip some days. But all of those together, baby, that's not gonna work. But I actually kind of felt bad for Mia. Me. I mean, even though she didn't do, like, because like, she did nothing wrong, like, she just didn't have sex with this guy on the first day. She was probably never gonna have sex with him, as she told Shauna as she was leaving the airport. But the man didn't know that. Or maybe he did. Because, listen, I feel like if you do, if you're on both sides, or if you're on either side of the track, whether it be you do the tricking, or you to trick you know how it goes so if, if nobody's putting out on the first day because it would have been the same if he wasn't putting up any money Mia also would have been like baby this is a dub but not really because she needed the place to stay but you get my point I think he knew the energy that she was on and he was like actually yeah uh, room 1407 yeah we can just dead that real quick we're checking out immediately so yeah well shit happens I mean what are you gonna do <laughs> like, Shit happens. But it's okay, Mia. You got one, you can get another, okay? They're dime a dozen. they like the G train. They come every eight minutes, okay? So you'll be all right. All right, so we're going to take a quick little break right here. But coming up, we got to unpack why Clifford might be the biggest bitch ass of all time. Honey, honey. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. So let's get into Shauna and Clifford. So these two have broken up. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad, especially after what we saw on Thursday's episode. I'm actually very happy. But before I was very happy, I was actually very happy. <laughs> so, Sean surprises surprise clip at his apartment. First, of course, love seeing friend in my head, Kid Fury. You know, the fact that I had a friend in my head and a friend in real life in this episode might make it my favorite episode of Rapture of all time. No. But it was really good to see Fury. I'm not going to lie. I desperately miss the read i try not to tell the people that create the read that i miss the read because i know what that feels like i also know what other podcasters and creatives and you know anything of the sort anything where you just produce something and put it out into the world when people keep asking about it and you're not in the space to do it right now i.e another round with heaven and tracy still miss dearly But like, you know, I understand when, you know, people got to do what they got to do. So I try not to tell them that I missed the show, but I missed the show. Shauna arrives at the house and I don't know. Like, I don't, do you like a pop-up? I'm not the pop-up person. Don't pop up on me. Don't randomly ding or dong because you will be sitting on the stoop. Like if you don't call me before you come to my house, you will be sitting outside. And even if you call me, while you're outside, you still might be sitting outside because why the fuck you ain't telling me you was coming. But again, this is her boyfriend. So, you know, again, probably reason number 675 that I don't have a man because I don't like pop-ups. I don't – I'm not a fan of that because it's just like sometimes I'm I'm extremely particular. Like don't you ever plan out a day and it's truly like a do-nothing day? Like one of my favorite types of days is truly just sitting on the couch, sparking up, and watching old episodes of Oprah. Now, what happened if Riley show up? And Now, if Riley show up, now he want to fuck, and he want to, you know, order food or have me cook it. No, I just want to spark up and watch old episodes of Oprah. Like, I like a planned day. I like an impromptu day too, but I really like a planned day. So, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go away with that. So, they loving, fucking loving some more. They go to brunch with, you know, Clifford's fucking NYU friends. They really felt like Belly Academy friends. I was like, is this Carlton Banks? Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, y'all are corny as hell in this group. Ugh. Can't even be bothered. So in this conversation at the brunch, Mia learns that Shauna might be moving to New York City. And Mia is none the wiser. Now, this is a common thread that I'm beginning to see in this show. First of all, sidebar. I forgot to mention this like two weeks ago, but Mia also hung up on her mama. And then I think I was watching Housewives, and Kenya hung up on somebody on FaceTime. Oh, it was fucking um Sanya. I was like, y'all are doing a lot of banging it in people's faces on these FaceTimes and I do not like it it's very disrespectful but yeah a lot of conversations happen in this show where I feel like it's not really really explained about what's happening but it comes up in conversation kind of randomly and then the other person is like oh yeah I definitely did know about that it's like you ain't know you ain't know you just finding out right now why are you lying for call them out call them out in front of everybody but everybody's keeping the peace so, other things about this trip in New York, because you know what I'm really waiting to get to, but we're going slow and steady, slow and steady. So, Shauna and Clifford go to dinner, and you can begin to see the divide between these two. Cliff ain't really being judgmental yet, but he's on the way. Um, it is in this conversation that he mentioned, you know, Shauna moving to New York, and she doesn't really confirm it, which is why I don't think she ever mentioned it or didn't mention it to Mia. Because she doesn't tell him that she is, but she also really doesn't tell him that she isn't. Maybe because she just was still trying to figure it out. It does feel a little misleading, Sister Ann, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, you you could have said something a little bit more hot or cold. You're giving a little warm right now. It's kind of in the middle. but But we don't have to worry about her moving to New York City anymore, at least not for Clifford, as we learned after last night's episode. After the dinner, and I'm definitely telling this out of order, but come on, follow along, y'all. Please, my brain is full. So, after the dinner, these two are fucking again. And Shauna does something that I immediately was like, no, girl, don't do this. What would Iyanla Levanzan say? (sighs) Shauna pulls out the damn iPhone, opens up the front camera starts recording and clifford is like what are you doing and she goes talking about i'm making something for you i'm making something just for you no you're not you're probably making something that a lot of us are about to see in a hot minute but i'm not gonna go too far with my theory yet we're gonna bring it on back so yeah they're fucking they fuck on camera and you know all seems to be well enough with these people fast forward a little later into this story We get to the Spotify party, and Shauna truly can't juggle. She's trying to keep up with Cliff and Mia and networking and Brent Fars and just doing too much, and it ain't working. So they're at this party together. They meet the Spotify executives. It all seems to be pretty good in the hood. Cliff ain't too happy, but, you know, on the work front, everything seems solid. Before, Mia slapped the shit out of that lady. (laughs) But... Sorry, that's not funny. Let me not promote violence. Even though we're about to beat Clifford's ass. But it's clearly just not working. They get to one part of the party where it's the VIP section. You need a wristband to get in. These two girls have wristbands. Visband, come on. Wristbands. Clifford does not. And he is stuck outside the velvet rope. Looking just like Duke last week. I said, oh, you're not getting into this section. and not letting you in, playboy. So he goes to the bar. Has a drink. And, you know... Do you think Shauna was wrong for leaving him, like, high and dry like that? Because, I I mean, I get it. Like, I understand that he's not able to get a wristband. But also, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't. It's a tough position to be in. Tough position. Cliff feels slighted after the whole Brent Farms and take our picture. And they were low-key, high-key, definitely flirting with each other. I was like, oh, this is some very comfortable energy. A little floaty, floaty, kissy, kissy moment. Shauna turns around, and Clifford is nowhere to be found. So, fast forward a little bit later in the night. We're at Clifford's apartment, and this is where... Oh, child. Let me stand up. Take a sip of this water, because I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot in here right now. So, he's at his apartment, and he's on live, and he is very fucking lit. Like, so lit, I'm surprised he was able even able to get out a full sentence. Just Drunk. And yes, this entire argument plays out on live. You saw it, I saw it, we saw it together, child. And it was quite uncomfortable. And in this moment, I said, Wow, Malcolm, you need to really be careful what you ask for. Because all this time, all these episodes, I'm like, Yeah, I like more recent, Shauna Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 uh-huh. No. Because what I did not think about was for them to truly be together, these two had to not be together. And I didn't think their not being together was going to play out like this. I thought it was going to be a very simple you live way up there, I live way down here. Maybe we should just meet somewhere in Virginia, break up, and call it a day. But the fact that it went down like that on live, you got to be fucked up. And you need to get fucked up. Because I could not imagine, I could not imagine, like, Woo, I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. My lord. My lord and savior. So, needless to say that these two are broken up by the end of the episode. And I think, I, I think it's time to do a top three. Top three. Top three reasons why Clifford is a bitch ass. Here we go. First one. Clifford, could you not come to this party and just hold it down for a couple of hours? Because... I, I'm now speaking as Shauna, just let me channel, because I have to go to this whack-ass brunch with your whack-ass friends, if you could even call it a brunch, because according to my best friend Asha, if they ain't no grits or no biscuits, it ain't a brunch, and I can't disagree. So you already got me at this whack-ass function with these whack-ass people and these whack-ass drinks, and I got to be cool with having my brunch with all of these poly-prep-ass classmates. A, no thank you. So no, because you made all of this big fucking hoopla about me going to the Spotify party which I get it. She did pop up on him in, in his territory. So she does have to like kind of conform to the schedule he already had planned. But I don't want to come to brunch with you and your friends. First of all, you see these motherfuckers every week. Like, we y'all could link another day. Y'all don't got to do brunch today. Because y'all going to see each other tomorrow for the damn study session. So like, don't give me that. First of all. Second thing, nigga, you a calm ball. Because instead of just telling me that you wanted to break up, you're going to go on live, my nigga? Like, you're going to go on live in front of the world Sure, it was 35 people, but still, screen record and then post it. Because again, let's not get it twisted. While Shauna and Mia are not technically huge celebrities yet, this is something that I feel like, imagine right now, imagine if we got a video of like somebody breaking up with Megan Thee Stallion on live like two years ago. That video would be circulating. Like, even if it wasn't out at the time in which she popped. If it surfaced, people would be like, what the fuck is this? And girl, have you seen this? So you act for that because this now has a paper trail or a digital trail, whatever you want to call it. And I don't like that. So strike number two, nah, you're doing the absolute most. And listen, I'm not going to lie. I could have ate it. I could have, I could have eaten you trying to get on live and really trying to violate me like that. I want to be with you, but you know what? I don't really want to put pause on you yet. But you're going to come up here and talk about my motherfucking art. Talking about the music not even that good. After I give you the best video vixen head of your life, nigga. Oh, you got me fucked up. You got me all the way fucked up right now. I. who child, Shauna better than me. Shauna better than me. Because. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. And here's the other thing. I swear. I swear for. Who should we swear for? I swear for Duke, I swear for Duke, if Clifford is really on some bitch-ass shit and he posts and or leaks this video of them fucking, hear me when I say I know how to find the G-Train Brody. Don't play with us, okay? All right, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop right now because I'm really just playing, playing around, but I know a lot of y'all in these streets Don't know how to play around. According to Jay Ellis. Did you hear that story? The story that Jay Ellis told. I think he was on. um, uh, What is her name? Jamel Hill. He was on Jamel Hill's podcast. And he said that one time he was at the airport. And this woman walked up to him. Reached back. Got good, good, good stretching. Came forward and whoop, Smacked him right in the face. And then immediately was like. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I just i'm such a fan of this show and i feel so passionate Jay ellis you're better than me because i would have been on the no fly list immediately not even on purpose just purely out of what the fuck just happened like what just like my initial reaction would have been to stall off but again shout out to Jay ellis who is you know yeah shout out to him for not going to jail that day because he really could have but back to the big red dog he fucked up. He fucked up and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't need to see Clifford ever again. And don't. He better not pull up on no? Oh my God, babe. I'm so sorry. I was so drunk. I didn't really mean it. You're the one I want. Nigga, eat my ass, bro. Like you got me fucked up. I'm so hot about this right now. Like I am so. Ha 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 Let's move on because I can really hop on this all day. So that's pretty much where the episode wraps up. We get to Shauna and Mia who make up. At the airport, I love that Shauna is a good listener. Because if you remember earlier in the episode, Mia was like, you know what I could go for? Some Cinnabon. I promise I'm going to stop doing these accents because they're getting worse and worse. <laughs> but she's like, I could go for some Cinnabon. And in the last scene, what does Shauna pull up with? A Cinnabon to be like, I'm sorry, friend. Oh, kind of like when Molly brought, or when Issa brought Molly those Cheetos in the, the first episode of Insecure. Yeah, it's very sweet. Listen, listen, I love it. I love it. Talk to me through food. Love me through food. Comfort me through food. Shower me in food. Thank you. So that's pretty much where the episode wraps up. We are more than halfway through the season now. There are only three episodes left of rap shit, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but let's do some mid-season predictions, get into some QTNAs, uh, questions that need answers, uh, <laughs> or questions that niggas is asking. Shout out to the friend zone. But... Yes, lots to figure out. So next week, the woman that uh, Mia slapped at the Spotify party apparently got a big mouth friend that got a bigger mouth platform. And he is making a trend and making it viral and really making this thing a thing. So don't know how that's going to affect the girls. We also see that Shauna and Maurice might possibly be on a date. We love a date. We love to see the peoples together uh me has also been egging duke's phone calls which is not too good of a look but we're gonna see how this plays out so yes as for predictions i I don't really have any you know i'm just enjoying this season as it's playing out whatever they want us to know we will know whatever they want us to see we will see but i am very excited about the rest of this season i'm looking forward to see how it plays out i really low-key can't wait for the beginning of season two now So just given how the story is progressing in season one, the fact that we got such a high point last night in episode five truly means that we have to come down a bit in the next two episodes probably, but it was a nice peak in the season. So I'm very excited to see how the rest of it plays out, but that's pretty much where we'll wrap up this week's episode. Uh, No other special guests, no other conversations, just you, I and rap shit, keeping it real old school and regular like we do around here on he got y'all okay so thank you so much for listening let me know what's on your mind make sure you tweet me at he got y'all if y'all trying to pull up to the clifford jumping party we're gonna be at the murder will be Stop on the g train five o'clock on tuesday <laughs> to pop on clifford so no but seriously tweet me at he got y'all you can find this show wherever you're listening right now we are also on anchor apple podcast spotify podcast and stitcher please rate the show on apple Podcasts five stars i would appreciate it it costs you nothing but it means everything to me okay so now please go create and be great whatever that means for you go do it all right love you for listening we'll talk next week right here on he got y'all